for you tonight. Uh, as always, I want to say thank you guys for all the shares that you guys do and continue to do. So thank you. I'm always honored to be a part of your journey. And thank you so much for sharing mine. So I'm grateful. All right, let's go back to heartbreak. Let's go back to settling for less. And I must have had multiple patients that really were struggling in their marriages. I had one female where her husband walks out on her and just decides that he wants to be with someone else. However, he doesn't tell her, and he's been doing this for a long time. He's been going in and out of that relationship and chooses not to disclose to her that there's other women. However, she sees quite a bit of evidence. She looks through his texts and finds that he's got plenty of... Uh, texting and communication with other women. And you would think this is enough to inspire this lady to make a decision about this person. But when she came in today, she was confusing herself. She wanted to know why he went to another person, why he cheated on her. What did she not do enough of? And this is, of course, a common mistake that women make is that they blame themselves for their husband's cheating. And this comes really from a history of just low self-esteem, poor uh, self-talk and self-conditioning, and core beliefs that really work against you. But it's common, much more common than I'd like to admit. So then came another patient who is in a marriage, and both people in that marriage have been cheating on one another. And they go back and forth with this. Now, her way of solving the problem is by going outside the marriage. When she doesn't get attention, when she feels like she doesn't, she feels like she doesn't love this person and um, she wants to find love and attention, she goes and seeks it elsewhere, outside the marriage. To her, that's solving the problem. However, it is not solving a problem when you're including somebody else from outside that marriage. Very interesting stuff. Interesting ways that we solve our problems. We perceive that the problem is me or the problem is I'm not doing enough and basically the partner who's been cheating is exempt from this situation because this female and many women like her will blame themselves for their husbands or their boyfriends actions and vice versa. I've seen men that also blame themselves for their partner cheating on them and uh, it doesn't work out so well, but I see it more with women than I do with men. It's really interesting that we solve our problems by running at times and 
not just by blaming ourselves, but we run when we don't want to solve the problem or make decisions at all. And this is kind of the, the situation that was happening with a, with a young lady who cheats on her husband and he's cheating back and they're both, at this point, the relationship has become about control. They look at each other's phone, they instigate fights with one another to prove who is right and who is wrong. And it becomes about control, about ego. So the trust in that relationship has been dismantled. And after that, it's hard to kind of sew shit back together. And if you do sew it back together, if it's not done without the ego, if it's not done in humility, it's hard to come back together and trust some, someone who has uh, wronged you in some way and you've wronged them as well. It, once trust is kind of broken, this loyalty is kind of broken in this relationship, everything that we do after that, at with if, if ego is present, we are going to lie to ourselves. So in the case of the first lady who came in and basically blaming herself for her husband's cheating. And he has done this previously. He's been in and out of that relationship multiple times, disappears, ghosting uh, for a couple of days and comes back and has a very great excuse. The interesting part about this young lady is that she wants to, she wants closure. And what she really means is that she wants him to say the right thing. She wants to ask him why. She comes in wanting to ask him, why did you do what you did? Instead of just accepting that he did do it. The why is almost irrelevant. It's e-fucking-relevant. Because he actually did it. His actions showed exactly what he was about. But she doesn't want to see it. She wants him to come back, tell her one of his stories, and for her to believe it again. So, this is interesting. This is beyond fascinating to me that we are... Looking at relationships, and we are settling at times. And it happens to be that today was all about the women. But I promise you, I have days where all the men have been done wrong too. So if you're a male listening to this, just switch the uh, gender, and it's fine with me. Go about your business. It works the same either way. If you've been done wrong, or if you're doing wrong, <laughs> it's good to hear this too. Going back to settling for less. Both women were settling for less. When the first woman who accepted her husband back multiple times uh, took him back multiple times with the little excuses that he made and made the excuses for him. She even finishes his excuses and stories for him. She settled for less. She received crumbs after that of love. And she'll agree with that. It was crumbs of love and she was okay with it. And he blames her and continues to blame her, from what I understand, for his cheating. And she continues to take responsibility for it because she's insecure. She has not practiced self-love yet. It has not defended her from ugliness. And for the other female, female number two, we're going to call, she settled as well because I think the biggest thing she wanted was to relieve herself from this marriage that no longer became about love. But instead of making the decision or taking the responsibility for making the decision for the divorce, or the separation, she simply ran away and did some behaviors, you know, cheating, whatever, fighting, all to avoid 
the need to make that decision. He's not making decisions about this marriage and she doesn't want to take responsibility for making decisions. And there goes people that have made this marriage just a torment to live in. All settling. We are all settling. And instead of going directly and asking ourselves, what do we want? What is it that would make us happy? Is it leaving? Is it staying? Whatever it is, I need you to accept the story as it goes. And from that place, you can accept whether you would like to stay and continue with that relationship or do another kind of decision that you want to do. But it's about asking yourself, what is it that you want? And not chasing a fear. And I talk about this often is that we have a hard time making decisions because we're afraid. We're afraid what people will think of us. And that all just means that it's pride that we're worried about. Pride. We don't want to look I don't know what to other people. We're afraid of them judging us. But the truth is, if we are just following our instinct and knowing what we know about our relationship, because nobody knows it better than we do, right? We've seen the evidence. We've done what we needed to do. But yet, we don't trust ourselves to make the decision that we need to make to get happy. We want to wait until it is approved or reassured by others, all of which is false. We only get this one life to live and it's all about choices and sometimes we forget that in the middle of our lies that we live, you know, if we want closure to be in a certain way and just because this lady does not go in and actually see any sexual penetration happening does not mean that that man was not cheating or has not dishonored that relationship. All she's doing is lying to herself. She has enough evidence to support that this man and his priority has nothing to do with that marriage. It has a lot to do with his self-seeking and she's not able to uh, see that or she does see it, but she makes excuses for it. And we do this all the time. We can excuse our partner by saying, oh, they went through a tough relationship. Uh, They have baggage. They, um, you know, I really get them Uh, angry and that's why they behave this way whatever again take what's yours take the responsibility of what is yours but please do not take what is not yours and another person's decision making and behaviors is theirs so do not own what is not yours and i say this often but it's always good to repeat it i want us to be honest in our 2020 if There has been trust that's been broken in the relationship. And you see patterns, just like in those two ladies. They've seen patterns years and years. I mean, this is not... We're talking about 10 plus years of being in a marriage where people are not committed. They are impulsive in their responses. They're practicing denial all over the damn place. They're just doing patch-up jobs, you know? They're telling each other what they want to hear just for a patch-up job. But deep down inside, it's never actually resolved. And it will resurface and disloyalty will come out with people and their, and their hurting of one another when the time comes and they perceive themselves to be threatened in that relationship. They will start fighting within that relationship. They're guarded in that relationship. Something is up when it's gone this far and you need to take a look at it. If two people are in this relationship and they both feel like they're guarded, like it's a threat, we need to be checking phones, we need to be asking what the other person is doing all the time. When something like that is occurring, please look at it as what the fuck is going on? (laughs) 
Why are we behaving like this is a threat when it's supposed to be safe in this relationship? Now, no relationship is perfect. But if I'm practicing self-honesty in a relationship and I'm accepting who I am with and why I'm with him, then from that place, I can really get happy, right? If I am with a man because he's rich, <laughs> I can get happy. That means I'm not going to be having expectations that they're going to love me and they're going to cherish me and blah, blah, blah. That's not, that's not what I'm worried about. I already am getting my needs met because my need is money, right? The same thing with love. If I want love in a marriage, but I keep having to work really hard for it, then it's love with conditions. And it doesn't feel good because I'm only given drip drop when that person feels like giving me love. I want you to check what kind of relationship that you're in. And if there is distress in that relationship, again, it takes two people to want to work at it. And meaning that ego has to get put aside. There is no right and wrong and who's right and who's wrong. There is no let's check phones. Trust means trust people. And you take that risk. But it's harder to take a risk when you already know that this person is not to be trusted or was not to be trusted at the time. And that we have to get honest with. If we go back with someone when we know damn well that they are not right, that they do not have this loyalty that we want from people, then it is time to look at it. It is time to practice self-love. And any decision that comes from self-love will always be blessed. Any decision that comes with compassion will always be blessed. But you have to check your motive. Am I staying with this person because I'm using my children as the excuse? Or I am using uh, that I can't start from scratch, that nobody will want me. That's why I'm with that person. If you are honest with yourself and determine that any of these reasons are the reasons why you're with someone, I need you to accept it. <laughs> In this case, you're not asking for this person to be more than what you're wanting, right? I don't want this person to be all these things when they don't have the skills to be. If a person's always been cheating, but you're asking him not to cheat or asking her not to cheat, do me a favor, just stop with this nonsense. They already showed you what they're about. We're in denial when we don't accept what we're seeing. I hope I made that really clear and that although it is a harsh discussion to have, I get it, but we got to accept what we're looking at. Whatever that relationship and wherever it's at, we need to look at it. If it is not going well, we cannot force another person to get honest and to pay up. The only thing we can control, and I mean the only thing we can control, is what we do and the decisions we make. But in order for us to make the right decisions, we have to be honest with ourselves and what we're looking at. So going back to if, love, if trust has been lost already, there's some things that just cannot be healed unless two people decide the healing has to occur. But that is damn near impossible. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's possible in a millionth situation, like one in a million people. C cool. But I'm not betting on it every time. That means people have to do a lot of internal work to make that relationship work. And again, you guys, once you post up the threads, the threats in that relationship, now we're posting up guardedness in that relationship and we're now no longer in a relationship we're defending ourselves <laughs> we're convincing and changing and manipulating other people in the relationship to get what we want it is no longer a relationship it is a transaction 
how sexy. So I think each human being deserves to live the life that they want and to receive the love that they want. But check whether you are asking, as in asking the universe for the love and ready to receive it. Are you ready to receive the love that you actually really want? And what happens if you're not getting it? What happens if you're not getting it? Yeah, let's look at that. Let's reflect on that. It is time on this new year to start looking at our relationships. Dig in there. Ask ourselves what we want. And if you want love, you are so deserving of it. And don't let anybody tell you different. And most certainly, do not settle for crumbs. You can have the whole steak. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love, light, and the biggest, juiciest steak of all. This has been an episode of Drive Through.